Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including A Star vs. The Force of Evil, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I am joined by Delaney Stovall. Globgore? <laughs> not related to this episode. <laughs> it is related. It's always related. <laughs> Michelle Ender. Hey. I guess we get like a small glasswork shot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I marathoned it all. Yeah, he so. didn't say glasswork. Yes, yeah, Sam. Okay. And uh, Steve Zach. Yo, newest member of the Ponyhead family. Here. Are you are you joining the Ponyhead family? Ah, uh, I think they want to adopt me. Do uh, they? I don't know if we're. I don't know if you're. Uh, or maybe they want to eat me. I yeah, don't know. I think they might. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, are you made of like pizza and cupcakes? Yeah. I don't think they want to eat you unless you're actually pizza or cupcakes. Weird, yeah, weird purple goo. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> Delaney, Michelle, Steve, and I uh, today are going to be getting into once again Starfish Force of Evil Night Six of I don't know if that's. Accurate. Seven? Seven. Seven? Seven. Okay, whatever. Uh, Star Vember, the Star vs. Force of Evil two-week event, uh, this November on uh, Disney XD aired tonight at 8 p.m. and the Watch Disney app. Uh, in the morning, um, we're specifically ta- uh, today talking about Death Peck and Ponymonium. Uh, we'll be getting to those episodes. Find our previous star podcast from the, this event at overlyanimated.com or search for star overly animated on iTunes, your favorite podcatcher and either subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our future star podcasts. Um, we are one night away from our big finale event, but, uh, that, that's gonna be very exciting tomorrow. But for, but for now, we're going to talk uh, a lot of ponies and uh, pigeons and uh, <laughs> mostly those two things. Getting into <laughs> yeah, spoilers for uh, Death Peck and Ponymonia. Make sure you've seen these episodes before uh, you get into this. But uh, let's let's get into it. Delaney, thoughts on these two episodes? Okay, so I was you know watching Death Peck. I'm at work. I'm like, whatever. This is fine. I'm laughing at the things <laughs> Ponyhead's saying. And I'm like, it's cool. Well, it's like pigeons is kind of funny. Like I like how they they glare. Like the facial expressions on the pigeons are incredible. Like they're so funny, and I like how they're just like a giant mass and they like break through walls. But then when Rich Pigeon speaks, I like I, I just died. I was like, this is incredible. Like that was so good. I think like honestly, like watching kind of like the mess that was the beginning of the episode was worth it for like the last part of the episode where Rich Pigeon is talking. Like it's so good. It's incredible. Like, this really emotional speech. Like, the king pigeons crying. It's so good. (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot. And then when you find out he's not just, he's not rich pigeon because he's a rich pigeon. It's because his name is Richard. I was so shook. Like, so shook. And then, also the legs. The the legs were a great gag. And then, of course, Ponymonium is incredible. And I was laughing. So I'm at work watching this episode. I'm just laughing the entire time because everything Ponyhead says is hilarious. And this episode is, like, that episode's incredible. Like, we meet all Ponyhead's sisters, and they're they're funny. I love all of them. They all have their own personality. And I, oh, it's just dinner. Like, I just love it. Like, the sibling nonsense and Star just being really confused. It was really great. Also, King Ponyhead is hilarious. And he's just like... Save me. Take so me with you. Like these two episodes I think might seem just like inconsequential, but I really enjoy them. I thought they were really funny and I just enjoyed like I thought they were great. Like they were they were really good. Okay. There's some good some definitely some good takes there from Delaney and Michelle. What are your thoughts? I also enjoy these episodes. They're definitely like I I marathon the 
past like six tonight, so I was having a lot of feels about stuff that you guys covered yesterday. Oh, yeah. but Yesterday's podcast, was yeah. Like, yeah. Same, I'm like, sure that was same. cray. Yeah. I'm absolutely same. positive you guys had a good time with that. These were really fun, though. They and both of these had really good like one-liners, which I kind of was missing from a couple of the past really chill episodes. So even if these aren't going to be plot heavy, I I thought they had a lot of good standalone moments, which is always something I can appreciate. I think I liked Ponymonium a little more, but like I honestly was like Team Rich Pigeon from the beginning. So it w- I was very surprised we got back to him so soon, but I thought it was really amazing. And yeah, I, I agree with what Delaney said. I thought the pigeon expression's really great. The fact that they like jacked the castle from someone else and that might be the reason that they're rich is like very fascinating. <laughs> they're just like basically normal pigeons that were coordinated enough to like, you know snatch this castle from other people and take all their treasure and they just the gags of them having like the assassinator having like buff arms and just like the legs like it's like kind of disconcerting but also amazing at the same time so yeah and at least one of ponyhead's best lines ever so i'm really i was really into that episode too okay interesting i have a lot of ponyhead lines written down so we'll go through them and see what the best line ever is from uh from michelle okay good good stuff there as well steve uh what's your take on these two oh i really liked them too um it's a little hot take i I really thought ponyhead definitely on point in death um death pack yeah death pack yeah and personally, I think I think I like pointing it better in Death Pack than in the, the other one. Even though the other one's still good, because I think Pointing Head worked better in that role. But <laughs> um, yeah, I was surprised too about the uh, about Rich Pigeon actually talking, and it turned out to be a decent character. I mean, he's a character just introduced like a week ago, and all of a sudden I'm I'm on 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 Team Rich Pigeon, man, because he is Yay. awesome. I just thought it was going to be a joke character. <laughs> Wait, Team Rich Pigeon in what, in what regard? <laughs> what? what, what do we, okay, just just we're just fans. Okay, gotcha. Oh, oh yeah. Um, as for the when we meeting Ponyhead's family, oh, I've been waiting for that, and it's all what I expected it to be. Ponyhead's sisters, I love them all. They're all so crazy, and in a weird way though, I'm on their side because I agree with them. <laughs> Ponyhead would make a terrible ruler. What? You want to depose Ponyhead? Well, Come on, debate. Steve. Let's debate uh, this. Okay, is King episode. Ponyhead a good leader? Like, do they need a good leader? Are there other Ponyheads? Pony he knows how to summon food, at least. Steve, That's I, a good I, job. Yeah. Oh, man. Ponyhead <laughs> has no responsibility just to do whatever she wants. Just be free to do whatever Steve, how dare you want to depose Ponyhead? How dare you? No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying I'm just saying she'd be better just being doing her own free thing, whatever she wants to do. Can get big? If she becomes queen, like, do oh, because because oh, why? Wait, why? Why would be? Why, <laughs> why is King Cronus? So hold big? on, back up, Delaney. Why? To why, why is power. becoming queen? Why would that make her big? What, would you, I feel like I don't know. Look <laughs> at that, so big. I feel like the more I'm logical so question is: Is she gonna? Is she gonna grow when she grows up? I feel like that's. Dylan, the show is about. <laughs> isn't that the natural <laughs> question? Just when she gets older, <laughs> she'll get bigger. Okay, no, the episodes previous to this star turned into like a giant yellow butterfly okay. and like yeah, flew around. Oh, and fair. wait, and and um one more thing, this episode also gets both episodes I love one thing, both episodes had no Tom Star, so it <laughs> gets true. automatic points. Oh my just God. like just like a Ruby episode without <laughs> Okay, we don't <laughs> No, that's fine. We don't need to make a Ruby comparison. You're right. Bonus points for no Tom Star. 
Um, again, Delaney, fair point with the with the butterfly thing, but I feel like the natural natural assumption would be if she grew up, she might get bigger to an adult She's pony a head. Teenager, though. I mean, how how long she is just the hasn't hit her pony growth? Were they just yet. like really yeah. tiny pony heads? Like I don't. Yeah. Like, all of them were small except for him. I did not envision the discussion going in this direction. Okay. Like, I don't, okay. How is this not the discussion? He's so big. That's, I literally <laughs> have not thought of that before. <laughs> okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad we've had three positive opinions here. This is the, I'm, I'm glad we've assembled a, a, this, this specific crew because a lot of positivity. I was very much not into either of these episodes. I thought this was a really? by far the low. Point. I knew it. Yeah. Really? Look, these aren't good episodes. This is by far the low point of the of the bomb. I think Death Pack is the worst episode by far of the twelve or something oh, that we've seen. Love the pony head stuff. I like this more than the laundry episode, honestly. Oh, good. Get out of here. Scent of a hoodie is great. Come on. Um, no. Get out of here. No, Scent of a hoodie is okay with these. These episodes the don't have oh, Starko in them, therefore Dylan can't like. Look, uh, Death Pack is very reminiscent of um, season one star, some of the bad season two star. I'm, I'm fine with being positive about it. I think it makes for better podcast discussion, so I won't get into this again after this. But um, I definitely don't think that's a good episode. It's it's a big, it's a big, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's very disappointing. Um, I think this event's been in general disappointing, yeah. other than yesterday's episodes. And, uh, this is, this is probably the low point. Ponymonium is also not great, although I do, I was very much looking forward to meeting all of the sisters and I have a lot, to, we have a lot to get into with them. So like, even though the episode's kind of bad, uh, I, I like the subject matter. So, uh, you know, whatever. I, I met, though I am disappointed we didn't get much really to do with the whole monster equality thing on the, uh, Pigeon episode, I really, because I thought it would be a little bit something about that, but I just swept to the right. side. It's just like the framing device for the episode, yeah. 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 I really want to get more to that plot. That right. plot is yeah. so- Well, we'll do that tomorrow, so don't worry. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know. Uh, spoilers! Th- yeah, spoilers! I, I mean, I, I haven't know. seen the episode. It's in the description. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, we'll speculate on this uh, when we talk about Death Pack and Plenty I'm interested to see what you guys really connected with, uh, but yeah, I don't think that bag's good. There's some good stuff I there. I connected I with thought Ponyhead was funny in that episode. <laughs> so I love Ponyhead in that episode. Okay, can we elaborate yeah. on you connecting with Rich Pigeon? <laughs> Cause he just, cause, wait, because he's capable of speech, sense. so he's relatable? Is that no, why? No, listen, it's just like, his I was just voice. like, okay, well, it was just so funny. Like, I was like, against the tradition so of his family. That's, it takes a lot of courage to go against the tradition of, of your whole family, your whole your culture. So That's okay. Mm-hmm. That, Delaney, so Delaney, that Steve is bringing up a actually reasonable thing to relate to other than he talks. Delaney's is reasonable, talks. too. I am here for the laughs. It's the best gag ever. Okay, so, just, so the, oh, the humor of him. Okay, it's so gotcha. funny. And Seriously, he just, though, like, goes on this, like he goes on this super emotional speech, and King Pigeon cries, and I'm just done. It was amazing. Like I'm just like, because I mean, I agree, the episode's not that great, but then Rich Pigeon talks, and I was like, this is amazing. This is the funniest thing ever. Like they got, like they got the seven year old me who was like, this is so funny. Like this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like I, I haven't seen my girlfriend in a couple hours. Like she was watching this with me. And I'm like, the pigeon talks. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to be like, oh my god, the pigeon, he talks. So, yeah. I'm so shook. It's so just I, so funny. Though, though I, if this was just a Star Marco episode, um, episode I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much, because I think Ponyhead had all the funny lines in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but- Including her best line, okay, which Michelle, adds let me, support let me, okay. to Delaney. Because the best line in the whole thing is when Ponyhead's like, oh, he can talk, okay, yeah. and it's such a strong, handsome man voice, too. It's oh so my good. goodness, hello. Yeah. So that good. was so freaking funny. And then her and Star are like, 
It's like they're like, they're like hey, I'm like, oh my god, okay. average so pigeon okay, with I'm, your I'm, thick I'm, legs. <laughs> they're fake <laughs> legs. They're thick fake legs. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're on the same page with this moment because yeah, that's the screenshot for the podcast is uh, Star and Ponyhead looking at each other like, hey, like this guy, and Marco's so like, what are you two talking about? Yeah, so, well, okay, like so they took this character who's obviously a gag because he's a pigeon with legs, but then he talks. I'm just done. Like it's the most incredible thing. I, I thought Marco was doing some reverse psychology at the beginning, talking about how he's a dumb pigeon, depart something progressive and stuff. I thought he was trying to be reverse psychology there at first. Okay, interesting take on the yeah. motivating pigeon to sign the yeah. No, I think Marco is just being dismissive of Rich Pigeon and how yeah. dare how dare like I did not see that coming. I was I was kind of shocked. Well, he just like shattered it. Just, like, shattered the pigeon like and the Rich Pigeon doesn't scream or anything, he just kinda like flops over and tries to stuff it back in his body and it pops out again. Like there are some really good gags I'm here. Concerned you won't ever be able to dance the same way again. <laughs> He's fake legs. He's fake legs. He's fake legs. Yeah. Okay. His cast. He still needs to heal his normal leg before he can operate it. Probably. Wait, we have a. We have to have a real. Okay. This is the real question. Okay. So we know they took over the castle and they took all their money. Are the legs theirs? Were the legs already there? I think so. Good question. I think it's like a very pigeon specific goal to have fake arms and legs. Is it? Is it? I think so. Why would that so conveniently work for pigeons? Well, you, otherwise, you'd think that would be specifically it's for the pigeons. But Pony, Ponyhead also gets use out of the, out of the fake legs too. That's she, true. You, you think the Ponyheads would would uh, would have fake legs if the pigeons can have fake legs? Well, it's like okay, the pigeons can fly and the Ponyheads can float. Like I don't really understand why they need legs, but Ponyhead told Marco and Star, "Hurry up, hurry up!" And Marco's like. Well, not all of us can flip their heads and stuff. And Ponyhead's like, not with that attitude. I know, so many good lines from Ponyhead. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, Delaney, I think your I thought your favorite uh, Ponyhead moment was going to be them hiding, and Ponyhead uh, hides by being the head of the horse statue. <laughs> <laughs> I actually missed that. Oh, I wasn't come paying on, you got to find that. that. Well, no, well, I was on the podcast so i'm going to take this moment to say that the be- one of the best gags of character designs is when tad touches marco with all of his hands yes. that's so good yes, but no i yeah. didn't actually notice that i think i was paying more attention to star so now i'm i'm gonna go rewatch um and yeah, check that because was... that is also that is something i would appreciate yeah. are you gonna ship that marco and tad okay stop come on get out of here <laughs> um Whoa. no tad on this podcast why are we mentioning his name <laughs> Yeah, Whoa. so I will say, yeah, I'm glad you guys are, have gotten a lot of enjoyment out of this. I do, He's just so funny. I do think this it was is. a well-boarded episode, um, despite having uh, nothing going into the concept of it. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good gag moments here. And uh, yeah, you guys are just really connecting with Rich Pigeon speaking. It's so funny. It's just, <laughs> it's such a brilliant gag. Like, I'm talking like top five gags in this show. Oh, wow. It's so funny. I was so shook. I didn't think he was going to talk. It was so good. I'm just glad I wasn't drinking anything else. I would have spit it out. <laughs> I was about to cry laughing. Like, I'm at work and I was like, oh my God, he's talking. Yeah, he, he, Rich Pigeon says, yes, father, I disobeyed a pigeon law and learned the muni tongue. It was <laughs> so good. I have questions uh, about that, but. <laughs> well, he just goes like full anime on like everyone. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, star champions, a noble cause. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. 
He sounds so much smarter than he looked than I thought he was. Because well, he looks oh, like so a pigeon. He looks like a pigeon. Pigeon way. Yeah. They just kind of act kind of dumb. He's like, we shouldn't do that anymore. That's what his whole speech was about. It was a good speech. Okay. I tell you, if he would talk like that in Club Snump, he would have been the most popular uh, man at the party. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's my that's my big question. Is why I just he didn't already he talk killed previously. at the party, according yeah. to Ponyhead. Yeah. Him yeah. and his legs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's it 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 seems very contrived him speaking at the end. Why didn't he speak when he got his leg his leg broke? Um, and uh, it's you know it was a good moment, sure. Well, he's tough. He's a tough. Yeah, he didn't seem to be a tough pain. bird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll 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 accept. Although I didn't really connect with any any of what you guys are talking about. I'm a little <laughs> not even the line. Such a strong, handsome yes, man. That is voice. that is the best line. That's I agree. I agree. And the, yes. and the, the look okay. afterwards. Yeah, and in, yeah, because that's the good rape on yet. And such a strong, <laughs> handsome man voice too. Oh my goodness. Hello. Yeah, that's really good. And then also uh, the second best pony line at the end. Um, so you know what? You keep living your your best life, and I'm gonna get out of here and not stay here anymore. Bye bye. So. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Like I remember some pizza, and yeah. like it was so yeah. good. I love the part when she had all the treasure fell out of her, and she was like, "Don't, don't worry, I know what I am." Or <laughs> yeah. And then she and then she, and then uh, she was stashing Rich Pigeon as ransom. Like, oh, we need also a really design moment. Yeah. It was Maybe if the if Pony had married Rich Pigeon, I mean, what kind of a powerful like kingdom would they become? Like as the pigeons, as people without legs, powerful. as people, <laughs> uh, they could be very threatening. Persons without legs, they could take over me <laughs> if they wanted to. If they had a lot. <laughs> Neither of them are, are humans, but um, like, yeah, was she is she like pooping them out, or is she st- stashing them? That's I thought. It's like it's hollow. Is it not hollow? And then she just yeah. oh, I love that. That's yeah. just my that's favorite stuff. That's mystery. Yeah. So uh, pony Ponyhead was the highlight of the episode, potentially other than Rich Pigeon's voice. All that, and you know, uh, but uh, I I found Ponyhead to be very generic. Um, in everything she was saying, it was kind of just like the best of Ponyhead hits, and none of them hit really hard. Well, I liked it. No, I, I agree. Like, yeah, I, I didn't mind it she, really. I she wasn't it was sassy fine. enough in the, in this episode. Like I thought she was. I she was. I thought she was funnier. Ponymonium. Yeah, she might have been. Let's go. Th- let's run through the rest of Ponyhead's line. She says, uh, "Yeah, Marco's right." Whoa, did I just say that? Um, it just feels like a stock pony. She's headline, like, did I you know? just say that out loud? Okay, yeah. yeah it's it's it's, it's, yeah, it's just like it's like a stock pony headline. You know, there's there's a few of those. Um, well, Marco said she he agreed pony had an early episode earlier episode. So it's like this weird little connection yeah, true. here. That was the that was the cyclical moment there. Um, pony head says, "Oh, great! Now we're stuck in a room with paintings. Ugh, I hate paintings." <laughs> That was funny, just for like just the delivery on that line was so yeah, good. Yeah, Jenny Slate's like, that was really good. Yeah, um, yeah, the, and then and then the other two. Those those are the ones I'd written down. But um, yeah, Ponyhead. I, I I said week one, Ponyhead was the MVP of Star Vember so far. I st- I think that's still true. Still MVP. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. She's like, she just makes me laugh. Like she's so funny. She's just the funniest character. Yeah, she's just making me forget all about the the Tom Star. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that's that, that was your best take so far, Steve. So you're about to get banned oh because you keep god. mentioning it. Though, that's like, true. You need to stop. Yeah, Delaney had a bad experience with that last week, so you, you, 
Okay, okay, okay. Oh, God, <laughs> you're like roasting me alive. <laughs> and then agreed with me at the very end of the podcast. No one got to hear. Yeah, we we have, we have rave reviews, Delaney. Me yelling at you has been called one of the best podcast moments. So <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> you're the, the worst. The, the, the reviews are in on that. People want more more yelling at Delaney. Okay. Um, uh, okay, I think it's more like they just like it when we yell at each yeah, other. I think, I, yeah. it's I, think I think this is good so far. More 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 yelling about the rich pigeon. Um, the other the the. the I, what I was going to lead with about this episode, if if Rich Pigeon had not been such a hit, was Star's <laughs> petition uh, between monsters and humans, because this is actually the big plot thing of the two episodes. Well, not about it. Star's <laughs> Star's trying to get all the royal youth to sign uh, the the petition, and if you look closely at the petition, it is everyone from episode Club Snubbed, except for Rich Pigeon, who signed it so far. And, um, yeah, so she seems to be trying to form some sort of youth movement pro-monster, pro-monster royal mu- youth movement here. I love yeah. when Pony Head signs her name, like, so big. Like, Yeah, that makes sense. Is, is her, her full name Lula Cif? Yeah, I've got, I've got, yeah, she's uh, Lilacia. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, I've got the book here, we'll reference that. Pony Head's like John Hancock. With yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she she deserves to be John Hancock on the on, on the on the thing. I think, uh, I think you're wrong. She's uh, okay, yeah, that's true. She she did. Yeah, Delaney, what do you think of uh, going in this direction with Star's character, her taking up the pro monster cause now? I'm really excited about it. So I obviously wasn't on the podcast with Starfari, and I'm like really glad we're going this way with Star because that's what she like. Because I'm glad like. Because this thread has been in the show since the beginning, and then mm. we're actually picking up on it, and stars like running with it, and I'm really happy about it. And I think this petition's really interesting, and like obviously we're going somewhere with it. So I'm I wasn't expecting something so soon actually. So I'm really happy about it. It's a great idea. Um, it's very modern. I think it's a very modern idea, and I think it's very relative uh, to Muni? relevant at the moment. Okay, rel- Rel- yeah, relative to wow. Muni, it's a very modern idea, and it's. Though, I mean, though the idea to petition your government is a modern idea, but uh, it's like I think it's really interesting, and I'm I'm excited about it. I think it's really cool, and like I, hopefully that's what the big episode tomorrow is about. Yeah, it is. I, I hope Moon takes this thing seriously and doesn't just like rip apart the petition or something when they get it, or. Or the High Magic Commission yeah. does something. So here's here's my issue with Star making a petition: is what is what does she need a petition for? She's third and she's third and like the third most important person in Muni. Um, what she's petitioning her mom? That's so unlike Star. Like, why isn't she just yelling at her mom? Like, she's just casually talked to her in Starfari. Would she need to hand over a petition to Moon? Um, you know, I feel like it's just it's been in right in line with Star's new subdued, very royal. Um, character that we've been presented with this month and it just doesn't feel earned like it doesn't feel like we've seen well, her I go in this direction more, i think it makes sense i, I mean it's that she's yeah. like getting people together like that's what i like about it like i do agree that like we this is the more subdued like to be a better princess star which i'm not too upset with the direction we're going with that simply because like star's still star like she's still doing all the crazy ridiculous things she wants to do and what i like about this is her like teaming up with people yeah, and like yeah, I, that, I do, I do agree that it feels unearned because I feel like we needed an episode where like her, like me and my friends get together and we yell about things that are going on in the world, and we're like, why, why are these things happening? I would have appreciated an episode where her and her friends yelled about that. Then I've been like, yes, and then she'd be like, yeah, well, why don't we all do something about it? So I do agree with that, but I do, I like the, what I like about this is this like it's a movement trying to get everyone involved. 
Yeah, I, I agree. The youth, the youth movement element of it is the really appealing part. Um, I like, I like getting all of the different kingdom, youth, uh, ki- royalty and the kingdoms involved, but I just don't get why she's being so civil with Moon about this. Like, I, it just, it's never, the, this, this, these two weeks have never convinced me about this star being a better princess thing. Like, it just feels, it still feels very out of character for her. I, I think I maybe. I don't know. I don't see it as her being a better princess. I think it's because she's tried just talking to her mom, like one-on-one about monsters and equality and her mom's just very dismissive. And I think part of the issue, she thinks it's just like a silly star thing. Like, oh, star has these notions, but like, whatever. She'll like learn she's wrong. But if she gets a whole position for all the other like royals involved, that really says something. It's not just star anymore. It's like all the youth royalty and i think that might have a bigger impression on moon than it just coming from star yeah. as a single person i agree michelle that's kind of what i was trying to say um i think star has backup now i think she yeah so and, and you know what i think maybe we could have had an episode before the lead up to this maybe an episode not a club episode maybe when um star goes to the club with uh Katrina and the other tadpoles and they get like discriminated against segregated kicked out and maybe that leads star to change to be more focused on this. Okay, you just want more Katrina and the tadpoles. Gotcha. But uh, we, oh, we yeah. needed Steve's uh, obligatory reference. Oh, speaking of that, um, no, I not didn't mention- <laughs> you, 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 can, you can't. <laughs> Here we go. Steve, you can't segue yourself into into, into the well, Katrina okay, discussion. Fine. When we talk, to Archie and about Ponyhead. Okay, we'll, save okay, it, we'll, save we'll, it. Yeah, um, I don't. As related to the Ponyhead episode. Okay, gotcha. I don't doubt the logic of the move. I agree. It's a it's a smart move, and it will have more of an effect on Moon. Just why is stars just being so why i just don't get why this is a star thing to do she's so like uh she she's she's anti-establishment kind of she's like very hot-headed and all these traits have just disappeared from her this week and well i think they what they failed ultimately in this bomb is that like and i get it i understand where they're going it's just they failed there should have been an episode between the battle for muni and this bomb Showing like the effects of what yes, Star yes. went through on this. Yes, there's no buildup. I I don't know why like, she's behaving this is. way. Yeah, okay. right. I agree that with you. Sense. I think that's what it, like I understand. Like I I get why she's like this now because of what she went through. But like because now she's on Muni and she really is trying. Like everything everything she's been through, she wants to be a better princess. Like and she's learned a lot. Like she's matured a lot. But she's still Star. But I agree with you. Like, there's like, there's just this like missing puzzle piece yeah. in the middle of all of it. Why am I supposed to infer that her experiences with Toffee right. have caused her to behave civilly? Like, uh, right. I can, I can, we can like write our own episode that might explain that. But um, it's just such a, it's such a clear fi- failure in the narrative by the writers to just n- leave so much out in the in in the beginning of this uh, of this week, like of last week. It, it's 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 I don't know. It's it's remarkable to me that we've skipped so much, and it's really hurt these episodes. Like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know these these stars stars really fallen flat as as a person as a character. Star has not been a, a great character these two weeks. We've refused to get inside her head. I don't know why she's doing what she's doing she's like marco's been more of a focus like we understand where marco's coming from we understand marco's feeling for star now no idea what star's feeling in regards to marco in regards to tom in regards to this movement i've just seen her actions i haven't seen a clear like line of reasoning towards uh, what she's doing so i still don't understand why she's with tom right i I have no idea they've never told us they're leaving that out for dramatic effect um, we did this last last season with marco we left out marco's feelings for dramatic effect when star had a crush on him um but yeah, this is uh, just not good when Star's your main character. So I think that's like the biggest failing of that. And we've talked, I've talked about this a lot, is that they're not explaining why they're doing anything. I'll accept it, and I do like the youth movement avenue, but, um, you know, 
uh let's let's explain our character motivations next time anyway sure. uh, i don't know any any final thoughts on that michelle I feel like I need to rewatch most of season three to really decide if it's been earned or not at this point. Honestly, I don't know. Star Star acting the way she is right now isn't really bothering too much, and I'm not sure why that is. I think the the monster plot thread kind of jumped into focus out of nowhere the past like few episodes and i do agree like it's progressing strangely smoothly for this for getting so much pushback from at least like her mom about this that everyone else would be so on board to sign the petition like it's great but it also it doesn't i agree with Lane. it doesn't quite feel earned yet because it kind of it was just like bam okay we're gonna talk about this now and it's happening and that's great because that plot thread has been there but in terms of star I don't know. I don't feel upset about it yet, but I do I do agree it is kind of unfortunate that we're not spending as much time like feeling her out. But then again, like I am glad that we're actually spending some time with other characters. Not necessarily like Marco, but other characters. So yeah. I don't know. I'm not super bothered by it yet, but I think a lot of that will depend on how the end of the series season three goes and what they if they're gonna do something with it or not. Yeah, a lot depends on tomorrow, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. I thought initially when I heard about these plot, this monster mo- equality plot, I thought it would be Eclipse's influence that would influence Star to start this movement. And it looks like Eclipse kind of had nothing to do with right. it, which is a little disappointing. Right. Let's talk about Eclipse. But well, br- briefly before this, I think the star monster stuff, monster right stuff has been fine. I think we built up to that last season. It's more just like the petitioning her mom, like just the, the being a good princess, the level headedness, all that just feels very out of character. But um, yeah, I think the monster right stuff, you know, it could have that could have been handled better as well. Um, but at least we this has been a gradual build up ever since Independence Day um, season one, even before that. And um yeah, Eclipsa plays into this interestingly. She's the OG monster rights person, and uh, her relationship mm-hmm. with Star has been uh, explored. Um, she's just like a, a, a bit, an aunt to Star. A, uh, she's giving her advice on stuff, but she hasn't really gotten into the monsters thing. I'm very interested tomorrow in our final yeah. few episodes. Yeah, I'm sure it's coming. Right, how that's going to tie see, together. I see Eclipsa as this, yeah, as this aunt who never had any kids. Who still has who has who has no boundaries and kids, so he doesn't understand really about parenting. That's why I see Eclipses as sort of the the aunt, the relative that had no kids of her own, so she, she's just like very free and easy. She's the cool aunt, yeah, yeah, the cool yeah. aunt. That's what I mean, you know, yeah, the one, in, yeah, and most of the cool aunts, pretty much the cool relatives, are the ones who never had kids in the first place. Like, okay, hot take from Steve. Del- uh, <laughs> Del- 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 Delaney, uh, do you think we're gonna get any sort of evil eclipse uh, tomorrow? I don't think so. I really don't want any because I like her a lot and I like what they're doing with her. I th- I think we have to go to the trial first and it looks like yeah, there's trial, not going to be a trial. Yeah, I don't think trial's happening. Um, you know, what the heck is the trial happening? It's been forever. How long does it take to set that up? Yeah, I don't know. It could, the, the 30 minute episode tomorrow is a mystery. It could be during that. But um, it's uh, Eclipse is, I think, unfortunately, very much going to be evil. But I think we might. They might be slow playing it, which I'm very inter- I'm very excited by. I thought that we were just gonna immediately make Eclipse of the main villain and have her just be blatantly evil, and we seem to be showing some uh, some different sides to her. And I love her. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm really liking her. And honestly, like, I would like, hang out with her. I think she's really cool. Yeah, and even I don't. There is still the possibility that she's not like straight up evil. The reveal could be that she, like again, as we've discussed before in previous podcasts, that she. she she believes in doing things 
that may be questionable morally, but not necessarily evil. And if that happens, that's like kind of like my favorite case scenario for there still to be problematic elements for, but for it to not be like so easy to dismiss as like, Oh, this is just crazy. The queen was right all along. Like I'd like for star to be able to identify with the clips at the same time with struggling to decide like, where's the line in moral goodness here. I've always seen Eclipsa just as an extremist, a monster rights extremist that she's getting too far from the other side that she kind of wants to take revenge on unions for their mistreatment of her and monsters. Yeah. And Although we, we and haven't seen I, any of that, though, so far. Yeah, That's why I see her as before, like before this thing started. So we'll see where that goes. And I also see maybe, though, her definitely as someone definitely more as someone who's definitely more selfish that may be straight out evil. She's just someone who may not care about anyone but herself. Yeah, possible. I, you know, we just don't, we don't have a good read on her motivations. I, I, I'm, I guess my guess for tomorrow is that she subtly nudges Star to pass the edge on this, uh, monster rights movement. And, um, she, like, Star's like, uh, you know, maybe Moon rejects the petition and then Star goes to Eclipsa yeah. for advice and she's like, no, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't take this. And so then star like really revolts for moon just because of eclipses guidance. And, and that's all. Yeah, I can one, totally see that happening. One thing eclipse has going for it though, is glossary. seems to like her. It seems to some little yes, bond there. Yes, so glossary does guess, like her. Yes. So maybe there's like a case that she's not all evil. Like, even though Glossary, yeah, I don't has trust a Eclip- a- I don't trust Glossary's, uh read on evil good. Come on, uh, that's that's the last character in the show. I would I would have judging my villains. Well, he didn't he didn't seem to care much for Toffee. So true. Okay. And so I still stand by that's no matter true. what. If it turns out to be evil, Toffee's still the most evilest character in the show. I still think yeah, well, that I don't think it could be yeah, out evil. Yeah. Yeah, you can't out you can't out evil the character that had a ton of morally great potential and they just inexplicably made made being the <laughs> He the was always, evil. always evil. Yeah. So never any question. Yeah, I'm still really scarred by the Toffee stuff. That's that's yeah. really that's really prejudicing me to be pessimistic about uh any future eclipse. Anyway, we need to talk uh ponymonium. Um okay, okay. F- first of all, <laughs> we're gonna get into the Ponyhead sisters, but we need to talk about Star's new outfit in this episode. So good! It's she's had so new outfit. Like, okay, we have to talk about that. She's had yes, really okay, good outfit. Okay, so she had a new. She, she, yeah. she, she had a new dress in uh, Lava Lake Beach, and um, it, yeah, that was great. I am still really mad. I can't believe I wasn't there. Was her her there date, for her the date beach dress episode. with Tom. Yeah, I can't no. believe I wasn't there for the beach episode. Like, know, what kind too. of injustice? <laughs> I didn't know it'd be that big of an episode. That surprised me. Yeah, and and they had a volleyball game, just like in Avatar. That's I what know. Has to happen. It felt like the Avatar beach episode, and it was legit episode. in the Fire Nation. Like, are you? Yeah, scared? yeah. Uh, Delaney, any quick Ke- Kelly uh, Marco take? Five seconds. I'm not. We're not going to talk okay. about it. <laughs> yeah, please, okay, no. fine. <laughs> that's Come what on. we talked about mostly last time. I'm just yeah. saying, protect oh, Kelly Stark. Uh, so, no, star. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yes, Steve. Uh, we get. We got your hot take on last podcast. We got that. Yeah. Right. I know. Um, <laughs> so the stars outfit in this episode. Uh, Disney posted an Instagram video of uh, creator Darren Nefsi talking about how this outfit was designed by a fan as like a contest winner. Um, so like this was uh, specifically made for the episode and um, she she has like a mushroom uh, her like headband has mushrooms on it and it's like a pale like peach or pink dress or something yeah 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 thumbs up it's super, it's super cute. cute it's adorable and like little wings on her sneakers too yes I really like yeah no the wings on the sneakers really like I'm like I'm sold so I really <laughs> like the headband it was really good yeah 
had and her like mittens it was so good yeah the mittens had mushrooms on them too and her jacket yeah it was a good outfit yeah yeah thumbs up um okay let's talk to ponyhead sisters so uh this is this is the main thing um she has uh 13 sisters i believe yeah 13 oh 13 daughters uh king ponyhead has (laughs) ponyhead's 12 sisters one of which we do not see in the episode so 11 sisters that we see here um, so Delaney and I previously had discussed this when we discussed the um, Star and Marco's Guide to Mastering Every Dimension supplemental book. Um, and I have this in front of me and I'll be heavily referencing it because there's a longer no, introduction to each character. Than, oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's I just nice. saw no song. No song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, bef- okay. But we, we can pick again after we get into each of them. But Delaney, who stood out to you of the sisters? Uh, you don't need to uh, Asnes, uh, I think that's okay, her name. Yeah. You can also describe them because the names are hard. Um, like the the goth emo one, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And then the really creepy twins quality, yeah. <laughs> like that yeah, was the really good. Twins good. I enjoyed them. Okay, uh, Michelle, what about you? Uh, I like Jan Jan, but she didn't get a lot of screen Jan-Jan time. Jan Jan was barely in the episode. But aesthetically, yeah. I oh, yeah, aesthetically just love like Jan Jan. Which one's Jan Jan? We'll the cool, the cool, <laughs> butch looking one. She's awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the shades and the skull. Yeah. I guess cute <laughs> mark on her neck. Yeah. Do you like Jan Jan? Okay. So St- <laughs> Wait, no, that's the one I liked. Oh. Yes, yes, Look, yes. Okay, I'll go over them. There's, it's confusing. Uh, St- <laughs> so I did like Asnes. Asnes yeah. yeah, is cool. And I, she actually talks. Yeah. Well, I love Jan Jan as well. I, I, I know. She's like the. the the one with the what do you guys talk about with Janjin? She had like no lines in the episode. Why are you latching well, onto like, Janjin? Like I like her look. I like. I like her Looks cool. I also like the I also like the one, the vein one. As Asnes did the invert trick, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Fine. We'll go through them. The book lists them by birth order, so we'll we'll go through each of them. First is Ponyhead. She's firstborn. Um, her Lilica Ponyhead, Lil Lilicia. Um, but uh, since she's heir to the throne, they just call her Princess Ponyhead. There's Asnes with the nose ring. She Asnes is the one that does the invert trick. Yeah. Um, yeah. the book, de- the book like describes her. her, she's second born, um, she's in line to being the commander in chief of the army because of that. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's wow. not in the episode. Um, <laughs> commander in chief of the army <laughs> equals gay. Okay. But yeah, she's, uh, jewelry winter. She, uh, yeah. Winter from Ruby. She, uh, she says, uh, uh, star comments Winter's that, uh, gay. we're both huge fans of Mina Loveberry says, uh, says star. Um, uh, when, when we were little, we play fight and always argue over who got to be Mina. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so there, there's Asnes. She, yeah, she, Yay, she's probably the most again, prominent right. one of, in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have Angel, who gets like one line. Um, Angel's, uh, I guess, third born. Um, she's, the book, the book gives her more personality than she has in the show. She says, uh, she always has a different boyfriend. And, uh, she's, mo- she, when she's not on her motorcycle with her boyfriends, she likes to hang out in behind dark buildings dark behind buildings oh. okay interesting it's uh, an interesting full life she has yeah, that's angel so we have uh chris cristal cristal um Christelle. she's very prominent in the episode she's like the beauty queen one and, oh I, saw I like her yeah she's she can be usually seen looking at herself okay thank you book um yeah she has the line in the episode which is uh uh now i have to compensate for putting all my self-worth into my jaw-dropping beauty it's really hard you guys and i got to do it every day <laughs> Uh, that was really good. The emphasis on every day was it was great. Yeah. Uh, we have yeah. Jan Jan, who you guys apparently had no lines, I think, but you guys uh Jan Jan knows how to party. Uh she says she has um 
<laughs> she wait, keep it, she says she has a mohawk, but you can really tell it's because all ponies look like they have a mohawk. <laughs> oh my god, who wrote this section? This is Star talking. As uh, yeah, oh. it's in, the whole the whole book's in character between the the all all the characters. As she can part 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 pony head. I gotta see as that. the fifth born, she'll be the party ambassador for the kingdom, and she's perfectly suited for it. <laughs> oh my okay, god! So yeah, uh, Janjan has the skull tattoo on her neck. Yeah. 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 Um, we have Pamanda. Pamanda's my favorite. Um, Pamanda? Pamanda's the one with glasses. <laughs> There's. The... I did also like Pamanda. Yeah. I yeah. really like when they're like, Pamanda! Yeah, like, P- Pamanda's really... like, I thought I was in line. What? Come on, Pamanda. Yeah. Um, poor Pamanda, the unloved middle child. If there's a dead zone in the family, it's the middle child. That's it. That's all the book gives her. Come on. So rude. Pamanda's great. Um, Sh- Shonda and Shinda, the twins. Uh, yeah. So totally like, like Desna Neska, man. It right. was like intense. Here's the, here's the book's description. I was not anticipating the creepy uh, factor because the book says, uh, I heard that when they were born, the king was super excited because he always wanted to have a twin daughter vocal group. The girls have no real musical talent, but that didn't stop the king from paying for them to record Two Hearts for You, an uh, interesting album featuring twin singing duets. When the album didn't sell, he had it installed in every household in the Cloud Kingdom of the Ponyheads. Um, so the book did not mention them just being the creepy twins. So I was very thrown like by that. They're like super scary. Yeah. Like the shining. Yeah. That's, like, that's pretty good that they didn't. I was kind of disappointed, honestly, with the characterization of the twins. They, all they had was the creepy factor here and their, their designs are so cute. And I don't know. I, I they, they should have been real people. They were just like, I thought it was funny. I though, like their song a lot. I can't wait for Mark going to meet them. You like the song, Michelle. Yeah. It, it, Everyone hadn't been complaining about it. I think if we'd heard the full song, it would have been worth listening to. It's like a chill, oh yeah, indie. It's just yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I I didn't check. I didn't oh check if gosh, we had the up. song posted on. The phone. I'll, I'll check that as, as we're going. But I'm done. Um, uh, Steve, <laughs> get along with done. Marco. Why? No, no, I can't wait. I can't wait for Marco to meet the twins just to see how creeped out he'll be. Just if I had some funny reactions. Yeah, Marco. You know, he's a straight man. He's a perfect straight man for this type of stuff. Ryan Kim did not post the song to Tumblr. Okay. Um, and uh, next we have, yeah, the twins. Twins were my pre-show favorite, but I was disappointed. <laughs> Go again. Um, we have uh, Horan, uh, Horan, Hornan, Hornan, Horn, she, Horn, and then Ann. There you go. And uh, unfortunately named Hornan is the only pony head who was born without a horn. <laughs> At birth, at birth, it seemed inevitable oh, she'd get a horn, but then it never blossomed. She doesn't do anything in the episode. She is there, though. Um, yeah, yeah, accurate. Uh, we have uh, T- T- Teta, who is missing, and she didn't get a picture in the book, but then we see her. So, um, yeah, there you go. She was, in, yeah, she was in the episode. <laughs> the, the book. T- She's in the closet. Um, Never going to see what she looks like. Not featured in the episode is Chesna. Uh, Chesna is the la- the latest pony head. Uh, ponyhead, ponyhead. Um, the least, oh, the least ponyhead, ponyhead. When she came of age, the first thing she did with her outcome, with her outcoming money, was to have her horn filed off and get a body implant. She'd just rather be a horse. Whoa, whoa! She'd just rather be a horse. Yeah, she has a horse body. So uh, we didn't see the horse body one in the. So she and the pigeons trying to think alike. (laughs) Yeah, that's her fake legs. Yeah, pigeons are already full pigeons though. (laughs) Pigeons are already. That's deep, Michelle. They weren't pigeon heads. Yeah, you we know? have a Wistine. Wistine was the old baby. She thought she was going to be the be the baby, but then Francis was born. Yeah, she's the one with the the blonde hair. She's also in the episode, but not featured very prominently. Um, and ever and featured very prominently, baby Francis. 
Um, she was adorable. She was horrifying. Yeah, she, wasn't she horrifying? Yeah. Yeah. At the end, she, yeah, the gen, she's like, you're going to disappear too. Yeah. It was, uh, oh, do we, do we like baby princess? Yeah. She's going to like baby. her. Yeah. She, she, she pooped on our por- parties more than I can even count. Yeah. And I don't count good. Yeah. So, um, guess. No, I really like, like when she's like, I miss. <laughs> Uh, Teta, and then she's like, "You weren't even born. Yeah, you even as you're a zygote, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That dead zygote, like that yeah, is zygote yeah. the funniest thing ever. That was the funniest thing ever. Wow, strong, strong thoughts. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, she she said, I don't I don't remember who says this, but uh, she says, uh, guess who's developed a complex? All of us. I don't think she says that, but yeah, that was a good line too. No, she says, guess who developed a complex? And they all say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it was a little much to try to introduce like 10 characters in this episode. Well, obviously. To be honest, I don't really think it went over well. Um, none of them stood out in the episode. I mean, it was just funny because Ponyhead was just literally like roasting every single one of them. Yeah. What do we, what do we think of their plot to, uh, over to, to pose Ponyhead? Uh, Um, it was a little extra, but it was funny. (laughs) It it sounds like it's a normal thing they do every right. week. So yeah, like they're that, always extra. That's why I thought that was Ponyhead funny. Way. Yeah, so it turns week. out the twist Ponyhead was using Star to catch them, and uh, oh. and she says, uh, yeah. "Yeah, we do this every meal." She says, yeah. "Oh, and and Star just now starting to figure out Ponyhead is kind of a jerk." <laughs> yeah, yeah, po- Star. Yeah, the, the, all the, the the sisters were like Ponyhead's uh, party pooper, and she Star's like, "What? I've I've never experienced this." It- that's, that's, that's like one, you know, that's literally every episode. Yeah. Previous Marco just one thing to point to point out the start, like really start. I think Marco really does st- point it out, but he's <laughs> not in the episode. Yeah, Marco not episode, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's this was the episode. I, I don't wait. I don't know what the point of introducing all the sisters is in one episode, and like, like, what are we doing with them? I don't know if it was particularly, it was, wasn't particularly good characterization. There's some good moments, but overall, I don't know how funny it was, but yeah, well, I don't know. I th- I think though, in a future episode, we're going to see all the sisters, like when you lead an army for sisters and save Star out of a jam. That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Steve, uh, how does your, uh, the, you were specifically brought on this podcast for your My Little Pony expertise. So uh, please, please comment with on the sisters relative to My Little Pony. Okay, what kind of family are well? There's no one like Ponyhead and My Little Pony. <laughs> what? There's but... no Pony. <laughs> there's no Pony. I'm just saying My Little Pony. Um, let me see. Um, I tell you though. Um, the youngest Francis though, she kind of reminds me a bit of Pinkie Pie. Okay. Character My Little Pony. Pinkie Pie's and, not that evil though, right? Yeah. No. And speaking of Pinkie Pie though, it's those actually no. This this reminds me of the Applejack family. Like there's such a big family in a way. Like, that's just that's what. This is here, though they they though the apples are all like the, all like the same. Here they have their own individual personalities. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad we met. Uh, okay, good, good, good. And uh, did did uh, was it Steve? Were you uh, as someone looking forward to these po- these ponies introductions as well? Were you were you satisfied by the episode? Yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied. Um, could use a little more time for most of these sisters, but I think that's impossible. Um. I do think this whole part, though, Star maybe mentioning only child syndrome. I thought that's kind of interesting. Um, how Star like? Oh, yes. Yeah, Star's like, just... I always wanted a sister. Yeah, and then they're all like, uh, Yeah, you're our sister now. And um, yeah, 
never never know. Maybe at the end of the series, maybe Moon gets pregnant. Would that be something? That'd be yeah. Good. Skeptical. Um, yeah, but yeah, oh, yeah. But, but at the but, end, Ponyhead, uh, yeah, you you got me as the sister, Bee Fly. Um, she says, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I do think though, in a way though, like I mentioned before, I like to think though, maybe if the series go direction, I like to see maybe Star and the tadpole some become her sort of adopted siblings. Like, okay, okay, like with Cole, the Katrina, yeah. And kids yeah, yeah, are, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I could see, I see something like them between like Cora and Tenzin's kids. Especially like in the um, bathroom uni, I know when Katrina said, "I am worried about your plan." It reminded me a little bit of Janora for a second. That's that, okay. See, you can't just compare Katrina to Janora in front of me. You can't just do that. Come on, this is an oh, invalid oh. comparison. But yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're like the, the like uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, Delaney, what did you? Uh, anything else from the episode and kind of like overall, what are your thoughts there? I mean, the episode, like, I don't, like, again, I don't think any, either of these episodes were, like, narratively, like, in- intelligent or, like, genius. They were just funny, and I enjoyed them. And this is kind of, like, the spirit of Star. Like, it's just absurd, and it's just ridiculous. I didn't, like, I would have appreciated more focus on Star. But, I mean, I do agree that the Ponyhead, like, they tried too hard to introduce all these characters at once. But I thought, I just thought it was funny, and I just enjoyed Ponyhead roasting every single one of them, and that her sisters were planning to frame her for killing another sister though i'm glad that they didn't act they weren't actually going to kill their sister but i also like how ponyhead like stands up for his sisters at the end too like like he doesn't want anyone outside of her to make fun of them or say anything bad yeah and that's the thing i think that's the best defense against saying like oh ponyhead's just awful i think it's very like her dynamic with her sisters is very different than her dynamic with like Star or Marco, and I think a lot of times like it's relatable. Well, to you see can't say siblings. my brother sucks. I can yeah, say that. Like, yeah, like sucks, sibling rivalries are real, and they can be really nasty. But that's like just like kind of the nature of what it was, and I felt like this episode was really touching on that, and that's why I liked it because she's like she's roasting all them, but she can't because she's known them forever, and she thinks they're annoying because they're her family, and that makes a lot of sense. But I, I thought um King Ponyhead though he kind of was just like. Start the episode at the end. I loved how he's like, "Take me with you." I love that he's overwhelmed with all these daughters. It's really funny. Okay, he's a hidden treasure in the episode. Yeah, he's really he is. Cool. He seems he seems kind of dumb. Says, um, well, he's like hungry. Like, yeah, hungry. yeah, food. Yeah. Okay, here's my here's my quick uh, Debbie Downer take on the line at the end. Take me with you. Um, typical Dylan uh, progressive corner. I'm, I I I always hate the male character being like. Uh, uh, get me out of here with a bunch of these crazy females, and that's kind of how it came came off to me, you know. Um, just, uh, just get it. He's, he, obviously, they're presented as uh, as kind of kind of nuts in the episode, but um, yeah, it just doesn't sit well with me when he's like, uh, "Get me away from all these uh, all these crazy women," you know. So I agree with you, except like I agree, like I definitely like that. That's really irritating, but I think it worked okay in this episode because they're actually crazy. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I also to be there like take me like i don't want to be there but no i mean it's definitely a sexist thing and that's obviously like they didn't even think about that they just went ahead and did it because that's like the funny thing to I do so. i didn't thought it's that just way. Such a I, big, like i could easily see if they had if Pony had a mom maybe doing had the same type yeah, of reaction the, there's you know? no mention of the mom there's there, nothing in the book either yeah yeah i don't know yeah. uh the, the the line is i will say the line oh wait no i think there is mention in the uh, i can check this um the uh the the book does say that the line is uh patriarchal so um 
it's uh, if there was a son, then uh, that's why they have so many kids. They kept trying to get a son, but no, it's uh, thirteen daughters. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll, uh, they, yeah, so, uh, River met uh, King Ponyhead when they were like uh, wrestling or something. Uh, he thought he was like. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look to see. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know about uh, about the mom. That's maybe that'll be a reveal in the future. <laughs> Uh, where's Adrian's mom? Where's uh, where's Ponyhead's mom? Yep, uh, from oh. from America's Ladybug. So, uh, yeah, Michelle, final. What are your final takes on this episode? I thought it was fine. I thought it had a lot of really good lines, and I I don't mind that we didn't get to spend a ton of time with each individually of the sisters. I feel like there's potential to see more of them later, and so this is like the first time we've seen any of them really in action. So I think it's it doesn't really bother me yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see when the next uh, Ponyhead family episode is. I'm betting not for a while, but maybe <laughs> yeah, they'll be not. hanging out somewhere. I don't know. Well, I'm just hoping Marco's in it because I think we need Marco to react to all these Ponyheads. Is one of the sisters gonna like Marco or something? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Marco and Ponyhead had very good dynamic. They're very, very good comedic. It'd be actually it'd be pretty funny if all of her sisters were loves Marco and uh, Ponyhead's like, oh my god, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, except for Pony yeah. here, like, ew, like, yeah. Well, at least, yeah, or at least the one who's conscious about her looks. <laughs> yeah, Christy, yeah, Cristal likes Marco. Okay, they're yeah. writing the fanfic. Steve, final thoughts on this episode? Ah, uh, a very, very fine episode. Um, starring Ponyhead, of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like it. Um, though I like Ponyhead better in the um, uh, Death Pigeon episode. Um, uh, but it's uh, it's a fine episode. Um, if you want to see more Pony Hit Sisters, um, it gets a little more screen time. I do like to see maybe see them maybe form like this this army team if they are in sync together because I want to see if they can do some like super move like combo thirteen combo attack. Yeah, combo combo attack with all the pony heads. Okay, well, yeah, how, how, yeah, how would that happen? Yeah. Form one giant horse, maybe like <laughs> they're all the same yes. part of the horse. How are they? Gonna... But they could know. Some of them could be the body, and some could but be. They're the all legs. heads. It could totally all work. Heads. They could. They could make it work like the Can't pigeons. Can't do Voltron did. with like five heads. That's not how that works. <laughs> they clearly form a giant head. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, that could yeah, work too. Okay, that's a good take, Steve. Um, yeah, Delaney, I, I forgot to comment before you you, you threw in again uh, the King Ponyhead being big. I don't know what the <laughs> what the hang up is on him being giant, but <laughs> just a so a particularly just, giant Ponyhead. Okay, again, it's just Delaney's like fascination with making fun of character designs, and he's huge. Okay. I just love it. It's so funny. Would you like to see more King Ponyhead? I'd be okay with it. I mean, I'd uh, like uh, he's funny. But I definitely want, like, I don't think we're going to see them ever again, but hopefully maybe at some point. Well, let's know his real name. Yeah, I don't think we got a name, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, there, there you go. I'm I'm glad this was an energetic and a podcast and you guys were into the episodes. Um, you know, not not necessarily expecting that from, from Death Pack and Ponymonium. But um, next, next episode, uh, we have uh, tomorrow, we have Nightlife, Deep Dive, and uh, Monster Bash. And I'm very hype because Hackapoo is going to be in the first episode. Oh. They're going to hold a monster prom and it's going to be really awkward like middle schoolers and we're trying to get the humans and the monsters to dance. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't think that's what's <laughs> happening. But maybe, I don't know. That would be good though. I would watch Interesting. that. I'm just, I'm just excited for Hackapoo and Nightlife and then um, also Starco, obviously. How much Starco are we getting tomorrow? It's got to be a lot. 
probably no. get. It's a mid-season finale. You probably get. It better, better be a lot. I agree. Yeah. So I, I have, I have a feeling you know they're gonna have this Tom story. They're gonna drag this out for the rest of the season. Oh, stop, stop. For the rest of forever. Yeah. This is only the mid-season finale, by the way. So the rest of the season doesn't I, mean tomorrow. It means <laughs> means uh, into next year. But that's what I'm talking no, get about. Out of here, get out of here with that. Please break up tomorrow. Please come on. That's okay. That's number one on my wish list. Tom Star break up tomorrow. Yeah. They haven't had any reason to break up though. They've just been kind of chilly dating in the background of episodes. My, yeah. my wish list. Don't Tom just happen. gets mad and they break up. That's what's going to oh. happen. Yo, Dylan, though, you want to you want to drink some of Tom's tears with me when this breakup happens? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, let's. Get- It'll be. I, I agree, Steve. Yeah, it's going to be great. So um, now that we have all the uh, Tom fangirls upset, then uh, we can we can wrap up here. Um, yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow night to discuss the uh, these last three finale episodes, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be good. Uh, OverlyAnimated.com to not miss anything. Let us know what you thought about these episodes on uh, YouTube comments or on our website OverlyAnimated.com. Click on the article and uh, make sure to subscribe on uh, YouTube or iTunes to not miss any more. Join the discussion at Discord, uh, OverlyAnimated.com/slash/discord to uh, talk about Star with us. Um, I assume it's going to be lit tomorrow to to, to talk about the, the finale. And uh, you can also support us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our page on the podcast, Phonician, aka Fusion. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, so, yep, finishing up Star tomorrow. It's finally happening. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> and uh it's it's gonna be good so uh thanks thanks very thanks very much guys for listening let us know what you thought and uh we will see you then bye all right bye bye, bye. bye.